Hello, and welcome to the Coach's Cup. Sonia Green here. And before we get started today, I want to tell you a couple of things, make just a couple of brief announcements. First, as you've probably heard me talk about, I am moving more into corporate workplace training for teams, for collaborations. So if you are a business owner, a decision maker, and you are looking for training for your teams, then get in touch with me, send me a DM, schedule a time to meet with me. Or if you know someone who's looking for this kind of training, let me know. I did this type of teaching and training for years in the academic space. And it's something I've always enjoyed working with people, helping people learn to work together and be more productive is something that gives me great joy. And so I would love to work with you. Let me know if you, uh, if you have any needs there. Also, because of that, and because of some shifts in my training schedule, I currently have two openings for one-on-one -on -one coaching that I, they're open. They should be open next week. This podcast drops the 19th, so it'll be they start the next week. So if you are interested in coaching with me, if you've been thinking about it for a while and want to pull the trigger, I've got two openings right now. I don't know how long they'll last, but I would love to talk with you about how I can work with you. I My intention is to continue doing one-to-one -one coaching even while I'm doing training, but I don't know that I'll be able to do as much as I have been because my schedule just won't allow for, for as much. But anyway, if you do, you can get in touch with me at soniagreencoaching.com. You can schedule, either way, you can schedule a time to talk to me. Um, or you can just send me a DM, get in touch with me on Facebook, all the ways. All right. So one of the things that I want to talk about today is something that has always been near and dear to my heart. And even more so as I am moving back into helping people learn how to work together in teams and collaborate one of the ways that we all make sense of the world is through story. I don't think that's a surprise to most people. We tell a narrative. We make sense of our existence through stories. If you don't believe me, look back at any culture, whether it's indigenous people, Vikings, Egyptians, anywhere in history that you look, there is a set of stories about how that culture started, about how it developed and created. That's how we make sense of our world is through story. And I think it's useful to keep in mind because when we are working with other people, whether it's a personal relationship or a business relationship, we are always setting ourselves up as a character in that story. 
And while we can't control the character that others are taking on, we can definitely control our characters. And there's three main types of characters that I'm going to talk about today. And you will not choose one and then be that one person through your whole life. You will probably, uh, and when I name them, you're going to, you're going to understand this. You will switch out from time to time. Probably the character that you want to be, the one that you would choose to be most of the time is the hero. And I'll talk a little bit about what that is momentarily, but the two characters that we see often, especially when somebody is first coming in for coaching, they're first coming in for, they've decided they want help on living their best lives. They've been trying and they can't quite figure it out. Many times it's because they're stuck in one of two roles. They're the villain of their story or they are the victim of their story. So I want to talk about all three of these, the hero, the victim, and the villain. And like I said, we move between them. You know, I still, even though I've been a coach for years, I've been working on my thoughts and my mindset for years, I still find myself in both the victim and villain story some of the time but not like I used to, and now I have an awareness of it. And that's what I want to create for you too. I want to create an awareness because that is how you regain your power. So let's start by talking about the villain. People who are the villain of their story are people who will say things like, uh, I've just ruined my life. Everything I touch goes wrong, goes bad. I am my own worst enemy. I just can't ever get it right. You probably, when I said that, it may have made you think of someone immediately. But the truth is, it, it may have made you think of yourself on certain occasions, right? Because it's easy when we have a series of things where it feels like we have created chaos, we have created our own mess, it's easy to get down on ourselves and tell ourselves, my life's just a disaster. I'm a disaster. I can't get it right. That's an easy story to tell ourselves. And it does give us power, but it's only power for for evil or power for the negative points in our lives. So if we feel like we're the villain of our story, we're giving ourselves power, but only in the sense that we have the power to get it wrong. Never that we have the power to get it right. The second type of character that we see or a role that we can play in our own stories is the victim. And with the victim, they give up all of their power. The victim story is something like, 
my parents just ruined my life. My mother ruined my life with the way she raised me or treated me or, you know, uh, I've never caught a break. I've never had any of the opportunities that so-and-so had. I've never had the money that so-and-so had. I'm just, I'm unlucky. That is a particularly exhausting character to play in my experience. Because when we become the victim, we are giving our power away to everything else. And we are accepting all of the consequences as just something that we have to carry because we're unlucky. And it's an exhausting role giving your power away like that. It can also be frustrating if you are in a partnership or a team or just you know, if you encounter somebody on a regular basis who's always the victim, they the energy that they carry is so burdened. It's so heavy. It's hard for them to move out of that. And it's certainly almost impossible for them to see that they have any control over the situation. So if you are the victim in your story, everything happens to you. Nothing happens for you. So when you think about these two roles, the villain and the victim, the good news is I said that we switched between them. We can move from one to the other. If you're the villain in your story, you can become the hero by making new choices. You have, in fact, think think about examples of this in fairy tales or movies or books that you've read. Think about the story of somebody who has ruined their life and they make new choices. They decide to make new choices and they become the hero. They overcome the obstacles. They take on their power and make a new path for good. When I think about a classic story of the villain who becomes the hero, I think of Dickens' A Christmas Carol. We have Ebenezer Scrooge, who's this horrible, greedy, sad old man who has all of this money and no love, no care for anyone. And through the story, through the transition that occurs during the night with the three ghosts that he has an encounter with, he realizes that he can make different choices and his life will look very different on the other side. And so when he wakes up the next morning, you know, he completely has a new mindset. He's decided to spend his money to help people have a better life. 
it makes his life better and they all live happily ever after, right? That's the power of the villain realizing they can become the hero rather than being his own worst enemy. You know, nobody's more sad in that story than Ebenezer Scrooge. Tiny Tim and his family, they're happy. They have nothing, but they're happy, right? They find things to be happy in because they are on the hero's journey, which we'll talk about in just a minute. But Scrooge is the one who benefits most from this transition, from making the choice from I am my own worst enemy to I can be, I can choose good. I can change the way I do things and I can have a whole new, richer, fuller life. So the villain becomes the hero by realizing that they can make different choices. The victim, however, has been giving up their power. So if you're coming from a victim mentality, if you're coming from a, oh, woe is me, everything happens to me, everybody hates me, then you have no power. So it's not just the act of making a different choice. Actually, it is, but it's it's a different kind of choice, right? The victim has to recognize the control that they have. There has to be an awakening or an awareness that, oh, I've been the one giving my power away. I've been the one putting myself in this misery. I have the power, I have the control to overcome all of this negativity that's been brought on me. And when I think of, of this, when I think of this story and an example of it, I, I don't know that this will be one. This came to me immediately, but I don't know that it's one that everybody will uh, will connect with as quickly as I did. I thought immediately of Ella Enchanted, which is a movie that was popular uh, with Anne Hathaway, probably, I don't know, about 2000 eight ish so about 15 years ago and she is given a gift by her fairy godmother and it's the gift of obedience and so she has to obey everything everyone says and of course as soon as they realize that there are a lot of bad characters a lot of villains in the story who take advantage of that in fact one of the characters is the king who tells her that she has to kill the man she loves, his nephew, who's going to take over as king. So she is the victim of this gift. She spends the entire movie trying to find her fairy godmother to get the gift removed and the fairy godmother won't remove it. Um, but what Ella finally realizes in this moment where she is holding a knife getting ready to kill the man she loves is that the power the real power comes from inside of her 
not from what people on the outside are telling her. So it's really a great example of a victim overcoming their circumstances. She drops the knife. She realizes she doesn't have to kill the man she loves. There's more to the story than that. But basically in that moment, she realizes her power and that's what victims, that's the point victims have to get to. They have to understand that they have the power. They have really the only power to influence how they feel about themselves. So the next time you're throwing yourself a pity party, and which I have, I mean, you know, we all do that, do it, right? There are moments where we genuinely feel like, oh, woe is me. But we have to have the power, we have to have the awareness that we may feel this way for a certain reason, but we have the power to pull ourselves out of it. And, you know, especially with the victim mentality, telling ourselves the victim story, both of these are destructive stories to tell, but the victim mentality, the longer it goes, the more destructive it is because the more The longer you give away your power, the longer it usually takes to realize that you have the control to get it back. It's just something that kind of builds on itself. Both are destructive characters, but the good news is, is that we, once we realize that the power is within us to make our choices, that there's there's no such thing as as luck what's there's a saying and i don't remember who said it so i'm not even going to try to to remember that but uh the harder i work the luckier i am you know that power luck is all about what we put into it so whether you're the villain who's your own worst enemy or the victim that's always having everybody else mistreat you, you have the power to become the hero of your story. And when I say the hero, I'm not talking about Wonder Woman or Batman or Captain America. I'm not talking about a superhero. I'm talking about in the in the traditional sense of of the hero's journey which is um a genre or a character arc that's been around for as long as we've had stories the hero is the person going through their life encountering adversity along the way and usually they begin to learn and grow and move past the adversity when they reach out and find a guide or a mentor. So in classic literature, which is, you know, with my background in in literature, some of my favorite stories that are the hero's journey are things like uh, the Odyssey, where Odysseus is leaving the Trojan War and trying to get home. And he keeps, it takes him years to do that because he keeps going a little ways and then becoming the victim 
he loses track of his goal, his focus. And when he does that, then things happen to him, happen to his crew. And he encounters lots of adversity along the way. In fact, when he gets home, it's just him. His entire crew has died or been killed because he has lost focus at different points. He has made poor choices along the way, but he has learned from each of these and he finally gets home and is more, he is wiser he has grown and learned because of this journey. Uh, I think I also think of um, the divine comedy where we have the hero going through, especially the, the first one, the, the, the Inferno, where he is going through with Virgil as his guide. He's going through the levels of hell. And he's encountering each level where he finds people who are who are in hell for a variety of reasons and encounters each of these adversities and learns from them as he goes. So when we why am I telling you all of this about about Dante? Number one, it's good reading, but being the hero of our story is not just happily ever after, right? That's not a journey. If we never have any bumps in the road, if we never have any adversity, then we don't get to learn and make choices on our journey. We don't, if we don't have adversity, we don't have growth, so our hero's journey, the point of it is not to make it easier because it's not necessarily easier, but the outcome is the reward is greater. Let's put it that way. The reward of being a victim your whole life is feeling powerless and feeling like the world is constantly beating you down. At where's, what reward is there from that? The reward of being the villain is you're constantly beating yourself down because you can never get anything right and you're a screw up and you're, you know, whatever. There's no reward to either of those. The only reward is moving through the adversity, trying to do better, getting yourself back on the path when you fall off the path. And coming to a sense of knowing yourself, knowing your power, knowing that you can accomplish your goals because you keep on that path. That's the real reward. It's tempting to want to change our circumstances often when we encounter adversity. In fact, in, in many of our hero stories, we do occasionally see them trying to change their circumstances, but it's never a change of scenery or circumstance that really makes a hero into a hero. It's a change of what happens inside the mind. We make a decision in our minds and that's the change that propels us forward. And that creates a heroic end to the story. That's what creates the happily ever after. In truth, 
the journey overcoming the adversity is the happily ever after, right? So I I hope that this has been interesting to you. I I enjoy thinking about how we use story to make sense out of our lives. And I certainly enjoy being reminded that no matter how I feel in the moment, I do have the power to overcome whatever character I have laid on myself for the day. I don't have to sit there and be the victim. I don't have to sit there and be the villain. At any point, I know I have the power to change it. And you do too. So if you're looking for coaching, if you're stuck in your story, and listen, we all get stuck in our stories. Coaches have coaches because we get stuck in our stories. Like I said, I've got two openings that will open up next week, the last week of July. I would love to work with you. Nothing would make me happier. I work with teams all the time who get stuck in their stories about each other, even more so about themselves and helping them move on and make changes in their own mindset gives them the power to create and to innovate in a totally new way. Anyway, as I was saying, if you're looking for coaching, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Send me a DM. I would be more than happy to talk to you. Also, I'd love to see you on the Coaches Cut podcast page on Facebook. Next week, we'll be back again. Until then, let us know who the character you're playing is and what you've learned on your hero's journey. I'll talk to you next week.